We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You <laughs> may or you may not be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I may not be. An I'm on the, the latter side of that. But that doesn't mean relief factor can't work for me. It, it is working. Yeah, It right. is working, man. You know, I don't like drugs. I say no to drugs. Mm-hmm. Well, that not relief factor. No, it's not really a 100%. drug. It's, it's just a, it's, yeah. it'll, it'll do you good. Yeah, good uh, stuff. All right, so. They may need some at Tennessee, though. At uh, the University of Tennessee. I was, well, I, Jones one, on one, the phone. Yeah, one second. Hold on. Wait, we, right. got, we got a couple of versions of Jones on the phones. So we'll get to Brian's cool, Jones on the phone. Because I was actually working the phone. Right, so he was working the phone. Now we want you to work the phone. Yes. This is the segment here that we do every week where we open up the lines for your college football phone calls. Anything you want concerning your favorite team, Questions you have for Brian. Also, the big stories in college football. Who should be number one right now? Who's the best team in the country? Clemson, Alabama. Ed Orgeron is already heading towards the door. Tennessee, we will talk about in a second. All of that is for you right now at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We cleared the lines to make them wide open right now, so chances are if you dial, you're going to get through. We'll load them up with the college football phone calls and Brian will answer your questions. Okay, so that's one part of the Jones on the phones. Yeah. The second part of the Jones on the phones involves Tennessee. Tennessee. And, and what did you find out? Oh, man, they are – I think he's he's definitely lost a fan base, and I believe he's definitely lost, at this point, former players. Uh, They're highly upset. They want to change, and they want to change now, both contingencies. And the name that is popping up is T. Martin, former Vols quarterback, National champion quarterback under Phil Fulmer when they knocked off Florida State. First BCS title game, and he's current offensive coordinator for USC, which lost this past weekend. I thought Washington State would defeat them up there in the Palouse, and they did exactly that. Sam Darnold, his worst day as a USC starting quarterback. But T. Martin is the name that is being mentioned right now, and it's going to be a tough climb for Butch Jones and his staff to pull this team out of the doldrums they, where they currently sit. Going into that game 3-1, and one, but they didn't feel like they were 3-1 and because they have struggled all season long. And last weekend, just the worst thing that could have happened to that staff, to that program. And I, he has to win out to save his bacon. Yeah. That's, that's the word I'm getting. And he won't, and he's done. And there's sometimes that guys are just finished. I think there's a better chance of him being fired before the season's over then there is him winning out. That's for sure. So yeah, yeah. how ugly can that that game for Alabama? How ugly will that one get? They may double what Georgia did. Oh, man, and and after that game, that that might be it because it's just not. And and I don't always think that it's a good idea to move away from a coach mid season because you're still the guy you're going to hire more often than not is not going to be someone from within. Now we've seen it happen. I know that Bill Stewart, West Virginia. He's the interim coach, goes and wins a bowl game, and they hire him. I, I know that it's not totally out of the question, uh, but chances are that the guy who is going to take over at Tennessee next is not going to be on that staff, and it puts yourself at a tough spot. What if the new guy wins a bunch of games, and then you have to make the tough decision, and you might as well just finish out the season with Butch Jones and what he's doing. But 
I mean, you lose 41 nothing on national television. And then after that, you still have Alabama on the schedule, which, as you said, it, it, it may it, they may call the game at half. I mean, they might just it's white uh, flag waving. Mm-hmm. So after that, I don't know. You get so embarrassed. People are so upset. You come into this year. Well, how, the expectation has been so high year after year. Yep. You come into it with him on the hot seat. If he gets blown out again in an embarrassing fashion, you might just pull the trigger at that point. Bad choice of words today. I apologize. You yeah. might just move on from him at that point yeah. and then uh, and, and just start the process right there. By week this week. They needed it. And then you have South Carolina that comes there to Neyland Stadium. You go to Alabama. You go to Kentucky. Kentucky is playing pretty well. You know, they lost to Florida for the 31st time uh, two weeks ago. Should have won that ball game. Southern Miss at Missouri should win that. Everyone's beating up on Missouri. That team has tanked. LSU, well, you know what you're seeing from mm. LSU currently. And Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt could beat them. Uh, they rebounded even though they lost to Florida. It didn't look like there were any residual effects of that beatdown they took from Alabama. So uh, he needs to win out, and I'm looking at possibly three losses here. So you know, you 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 end up um, what seven and six? Yeah, and that's not going to cut it. No, grab a line that's right a, now. That's, that's bad math because they're sitting at three and two now. So that would be seven and five. Yeah, that's not going to cut it. You're correct. Grab a line right now at 855-212-4CBS as we talk some college football. This is your opportunity to ask whatever you want about your team, questions, concerns. You want to gloat this morning after a weekend of college football. <laughs> Who's gloating, man? A lot of people can gloat. Georgia fans could gloat this morning. Alabama fans could gloat. Clemson fans. They beat Ole Miss. They expected to beat Ole Miss. But they could be, well, they could be upset that people are talking about Clemson being better than that. Troy fans should be gloating. Troy, Alabama fans. Are there Troy fans or yeah. is it just fans? It's like they had a bunch of DeMarcus Wares out there, man. Yeah. That's his alma mater. Yeah, they're Troy fans. Uh, they, they they should be gloating this morning. I mean, how do you become a, a Troy fan unless you went there? That's it. Well, that, well okay. Yeah, unless you, just, you hate LSU. Yeah. So LSU will lose to two teams from Alabama this year. No, three. <laughs> They'll yeah. lose to Auburn. They'll lose to Alabama. Eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. All right, your calls in just a second. Load them up. Uh, but we love angry Nick Saban, don't we? And angry Nick Saban seems to pop up all the time. And confused, I can't hear you. Nick Saban is also a guy that we like. Uh, so let's uh, let's listen to him. So uh, you're gonna you're gonna hear the reporter first, and then the exchange starts from there. Was it good to see the, the second, third team guy, the the backups come in and do put up twenty eight points? Once they came in, I mean, just was it good to kind of see that group kind of exert themselves a little bit? You know, I, I don't know if I'm going deaf or you guys need to talk in the microphone. Why, why do we give them a microphone if they hold it down here? It's like the second-team offense. Yeah. Well, we're glad that they had an opportunity to play, and we'll evaluate the execution of how they did. You know, the irony of that is the second time I couldn't hear right. it. The first time you could. How about coach pre- uh, coaching them up on microphone protocol? <laughs> yeah. You hold the mic like this, okay? Yeah, seriously. You block and tackle like this. <laughs> Love him. Yeah. Love him. Any any little snippet of Nick Saban in that type of mode, we're going to play him. Yeah, and, and in that ball game, you talk about uh, the snowball effect. Uh, you have opportunities, Ole Miss, to make plays. Shea Patterson overshoots a, a, a wide receiver, a wide-open wide receiver. It's six points on the board. 
uh, Ole Miss defense, you have a chance to get a, a pick there at your goal line against a team that hasn't turned the ball over at all since last year's Iron Bowl, and you can't make the play. Opportunity after opportunity missed by the Ole Miss Rebels, and you get what you had there. It's 66 points posted on you. Ugh, that was ugly. Uh, you mentioned the Washington State upset of USC yes. and how Sam Darnold didn't play well. And for those that are not USC fans and might just be NFL fans, what they're going to take out of that game is going to be strictly about Sam Darnold and how poorly he played in the game. And it's just, I mean, it's not something that's going to derail him at all at this juncture because there's still football to be played. He still has the attributes that he has. He's still a young player. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, everybody was all over Josh Allen has fallen out of the first three rounds after the way he started his season. Then he gets an inferior opponent, and he looks like a world beater again, you know, at Wyoming. So, you know, from week to week, you cannot overreact to Rosen, Darnold, and Allen, and then all of a sudden, well, that guy's the best, and this guy's the best, and that guy's the best. I don't understand this playing it forward. Can't we just enjoy it in the moment? I, the last thing I'm sitting here as I watch these guys on a weekly basis is thinking about how they're going to translate that play to an NFL player. I don't care about that. I don't care who's going to be the number one overall pick at this point. We'll get to that. There'll be plenty of time to discern who is better, and Donald may not even come out, so stop all of it. And plus, the Jets are 2-2, two and two, damn it. They're not going to be in play for Donald. Maybe they won't. Maybe they will. Who cares at this point? But what hampered USC the other night, they had three starting O-linemen out, so that played a part in Sam Donald running for his life. Uh, Hercules, Mata Afa on that defensive line for Washington State, played extremely well as his charges did. What's bothering folks about Donald, why are you laughing at Mata Afa? No, it's just Hercules Mata Afa. That's a hell of a name yeah, right know, there, Hercules really Mata Afa. Yeah. Uh, and what's Bothering uh, folks about Darno, and not at the next level, just at this level, is the fact he's throwing a pick in each and every ball game, and he had that turnover there at the end of the ball game uh, as, as a pressure was applied to him once again. But he still had some dynamite throws in the game as well. Yeah, it's worth showing as an SC starter. But he had fourth and thirteen, he threw a dime and extended the drive, and 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 and, and so uh, it's not all on him. And when you have three offensive linemen that are not playing, that's going to hurt any quarterback. Open phones with Brian Jones right now yeah. at 855 That just rolls off the tongue, right? Like for, Hercules, Marafa. For CBS. Uh, this is what uh, Brian Jones' open phones is all about. A guy wanting to talk about San Diego State hey. football. It's Alex in Boise. He's on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Alex? Good morning. Hey, hey good morning, gentlemen. How you guys doing? All right, man. You? Oh, I'm not too bad, man. Well, what do you got not for us bad. today? Well, yeah, I wanted to ask Brian what he thought about uh, the chances of SDSU running the table, maybe uh, turning around for San Diego sports fan in general. I know, you know, the city as a whole, they're kind of down. So it would be kind of nice to see if, you know, they run the table and make it to one of the uh, New, Year- New Year's Eve games. Well, they're, your thoughts on that? they are front runner as is UCF currently. Uh, but San Diego State, of course, knocking off two Pac-12 teams, Arizona State and Stanford, and they – Right now in the Mountain West, they're the team to beat. And Rashad Penny has picked up where Donnell Pumphrey left off, and he's a bigger back. And, and, and Pumphrey, I believe, is playing for the Eagles now. Uh, but this guy is a tremendous talent. Rocky Long always feels a, a, a stout defense, and he has another one uh, this season. But this team is playing extremely well, and I think they are 
the bell cow in the Mountain West. There's no doubt they are currently. How about UCF on Saturday? Too, oh, man? I mean, can you score more points? Come on, my goodness. And we we talked to Scott Frost last week, and and he has turned that program around. Go from winning no games to six a week ago uh, to what they're doing th- thus far this season. Amazing. Colin joins us next on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, Colin? Good morning. Hey guys, just can't stay away this morning. Of course, I work late hours from like one until one in the morning until like eleven. I'm a bread man. I sell bread. So, anyways, uh, Texas football. All right, Brian, this is all you, man. I, I know you <clears throat> digging them Longhorns. So, my question for you is: Did Texas make the wrong decision when they started Buchel over Ellinger? Now, granted, I'm I'm, I'm not a fan of somebody getting hurt. And, you know, they lose their position. I think they need to have a chance to come back. And I'm not saying that he that he played bad, but the offense is stagnant. Now, is that a quarterback issue or is that an all around team issue? Uh, Colin, what type of brand what, ta- a, what, what type of good morning? Colin, what type of brand you selling? Yeah. Mrs. Bears, Rainbow, Wonder Bread? Oh, oh, I sell uh, uh I'm I'm with Miss Well, it's Miss Bears, but it is it's Bimbo. Yes! Bimbo! Who? I was hoping you'd say that. Bimbo bread. What it's, is that? It's not. It's it's Bimbo bread owns almost everything. It's spelled Bimbo, but there's a Bimbo bear. Yeah, it's Bimbo. B-I-M-B-O. No, we never had that in Texas. Yes, you did, man. What? I'm telling yeah, you. No, we, we yeah, had Mrs. Like, Bears. Like they own Bimbo like a, owns a it, though. Mexicana or like a, a La Fiesta, like a Fiesta food. Oh, okay, yeah. They own everything. Yeah. Well, I never, I've been in a La Fiesta maybe once. Okay, but it's sold there. But Mrs. Bears is what I grew up with in West Texas. That's why I oh, yeah. this is formed oh, yeah, to me. Oh, yeah, that's the best, man. I got about... We got about 500 Miss Baird's powdered donuts on the trailer right oh, now. Oh wow, man. I love Why Beanbo. You do that? Beanbo, I had a uh, great relationship with Beanbo in Pittsburgh. I love powdered donuts. Do you have the Beanbo theme song there? Let me hear that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't. So they had that in, 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 in oh, This is this is right here. Can't talk over this. Packed with goodness and baked with love. That's what Beanbo bread is made of. Yeah. Isn't it nice to know slice by slice that something new? So that was up here in the Northeast and in, in the La Fiesta stores down south. Yeah. Because I've never heard of that in my life. We had their bread in studio season one of Geo and Jones. No, we did. Yes, we did. They Man. brought us in pastries and so bread. So you grew up with that? I, well, I didn't grow up with it. I mean, I grew up with, like, English muffins and stuff. which From Beanbo. Beanbo is the company. But huh. in, in Pittsburgh, it became a huge thing, even with our show, because... So Angel Cabrera, the golfer, yeah, yeah. so he has a Beanbo sponsorship oh, okay. that he wears. And we we didn't really know what it was at the time. We are like, what, he's, what, he's got Bimbo? What is Bimbo? Yeah. You know? So we laugh about it, and we find out it was Beanbo. We talk about Beanbo. Turns out they've got a huge factory in Pittsburgh. Huh. They show up with these Beanbo boxes for us with little bears filled with all sorts of bread. Huh. And uh, and then we turned wow. our update anchor, Jim Colony, into the Jimbo Bear. <laughs> we made him into a whole thing. It was just, it was oh, great. cool. You, you learn something every day. Yeah, How man. about that? And Mrs. Bears, I was up on Rainbow Bread, all that, but not Beanbo. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hip again because I, I know Beanbo. Uh, as far as Texas, Colin, offense, uh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> what? I can't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. I was, was <laughs> about, who cares about Texas? Yeah. I care, damn it. Uh, because they believe they have K State next and their offense. Didn't look great, and and that's being kind. Uh, they look stagnant at times. Um, 
I thought Erlinger would get the start. He brings a little bit more athleticism to that offense, and you're going to need it, especially when you have uh, three of your best blockers out, similar to SC. You, you lose your best offensive lineman and, and, and Connor Williams. Elijah Rodriguez is out, and you lose Andrew Beck, your tight end. So uh, that running offense needs to get better. Uh, these offensive linemen up front, let's see if they can get a better handle on, on, on blocking at, at the point of attack. But it's going to be difficult considering, considering the schedule that Texas has uh, remaining and the big boys who are who are going to be coming there to Austin. K-State comes to Austin. Oklahoma State, that shootout they had there in, in Lubbock, that was a wild football game. So uh, I, I'm concerned, and I think, like you, that Ellinger does give – Texas may be the better chance of moving the ball on that side uh, because Shane Bouchel, uh, while he's not as athletic, he's not as stout either as, as this true freshman Ellinger. This guy is, is a walking uh, mash unit, and I don't think he can take too many hits. Defensively, I, I, I'm, I'm still uh, just stoked about this defense. They fly around. They rally to the ball. There's more than one hat on the ball. And this Elliott kid is having a phenomenal year. A couple other, couple of picks again in the ball game the other night versus Iowa State. He had two in the SC ball game. So I like the way they're flying around. So defensively, happy, still uh, can improve on that side of the ball. Offensively, they're going to be challenged. Coming up next, how about the freaking Buffalo Bills? Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Andrew Bogish is with us, and he has an update. Good morning, Andrew. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Brian. Uh, now that we know what <laughs> with stain means, the Seahawks did it last night, fighting off those tripping Colts who took a 15-10 lead in a halftime on Sunday Night Football in Seattle. The defense did its thing, and the offense introduced us to J.D. McKissick. Waiting for the snap. Takes it, looks, has time, lays it up over the top. McKissick gets underneath and he makes the catch. Touchdown, Seahawks! McKissick for Mayor! Steve Rabel on Seahawks Radio. McKissick's TD reception closed out the 46-18 final. His 30-yard scoring run in the third put Seattle ahead for good. He was on the field, though, because rookie running back Chris Carson suffered a nasty left ankle injury. (sighs) In the fourth quarter, still winless this morning are the Giants. Snap is spot. Kick on its way, and it is no. It's good. It is good inside the left upright. The Giants were offside, but it doesn't matter. So they're 0-4. Bob, you can't do that, man. The well, giant fan that's in the car. I know I saw the and kick. And I, I was that guy. And it looked it looked like it was going to, to be no good wide left, and then it hooked a little bit right. But just wait for the call. Do you have to give the no? Because everybody's like, yeah, and then good. Mm. That it, just kills the listener. Just 34-yard kick from Nick Folk. Had it been 38 or 39, it probably would have faded left and been no good. But the Bucks win 25-23. Also 0-4, the 49ers. Clock is running, 38 seconds and counting. Back to throw goes Palmer. Looks over the middle, throws end zone for Fitz. Goes up and makes the game-winning catch. Larry Legend does it again. Touchdown, Cardinals win. Dave Pash on Cardinals Radio, Arizona. incredible. Down who, Pash? No. (laughs) Larry Legend. Oh, 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 o
gotcha. bird. Uh, Arizona <laughs> down San Francisco, 18-15 in overtime. After the Niners started extra time with a 7-minute, 37-second drive, which ended with a 23-yard field goal from Robbie Gold. The Broncos fought off the Raiders 16-10. Oakland QB Derek Carr could not finish the game because of back issues, but should be okay moving forward. The Texans smacked the Titans 57-14. Deshaun Watson threw four touchdowns, ran for a fifth. The Bills up into the Falcons 23-17. The Panthers surprised the Patriots in Foxborough 33-30. The Rams topped the Cowboys 35-30. Pittsburgh a 26-9 win in Baltimore. And the Jets outlasted the Jaguars 23-20 in overtime, which improves gang green too. Right now we're 0-0. Zero zero. We're at 500 right now. We won two, we lost two. You got to pick one, Todd Bowles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I mean, still, I mean, 0-0, zero, 2-2 zero, two, two is the same thing, really, because you're 500, you win as many games as you lose, you lose as many games as you win, but we did play games, so I guess zero zero a little misleading, but anyway, I'd like to take Tame the wild cosmos with a whisper. I'd like to take this time to sing a song. <laughs> Sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll away. Any more questions? (laughs) Clemson Clemson once again picking up some first place votes in the AP college football poll. 17 this week. Come on, give them nine more than last week uh, after a win at Va Tech. But Alabama remains number one. Ohio State, Penn State, and Georgia round out the top five. The Washington Nationals unsure when Max Scherzer. We'll start against the Cubs in their division series, but at least MRI yesterday showed only a hamstring tweak. Game one is in D.C. Friday night. And, of course, (laughs) Kurt or Kyle Busch won at Dover as NASCAR's postseason continued. One of them Brian picked on Friday. I picked Uh, two. I picked two. Kyle Busch was one of them. And he did win. And he's one of the 12 drivers still left in contention. So make some money on this, then, if you're so the good at it. No, I'm done with NASCAR, man. Their owners isn't, piss me off. Aren't, isn't he making money when he reads those things where he can't nah. say NASCAR in them, but he nah. picks the winners? He nah. picks eight of them and gets one right, and he thinks no. he's a genius? I'm done no. with him. Oh, okay. No, done with him, man. There's no compensation for yeah. those, I don't believe. Done with the free stuff, man. Putting my foot down. Good for done you. with NASCAR. Richard Childress, Richard Petty ruined it. Really? Yeah. Just a real take from you. I said it Friday. You, yeah, it's you okay. missed it last it's week. It's okay. Yeah, and, and Bogus, as he always does, he, he educated me on this radio stuff and reading spots. Yeah, he went right from the read into this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I told him to just bring, you Bring your Confederate flag, but I'd be damned if you, you, uh, you disrespect that American flag. But Confederate flags, you can wave them freely here. So no more racing, even as much as you love it. Can't okay, I may sneak a peek in every now and then. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So pause, up. right, Bogus? Pause, yeah, take right? A beat take the, a beat after the, the read, and then you can yeah. dive on in your, your, your criticism. <laughs> Wouldn't want the sponsor who doesn't pay you a damn thing. No, to be, this, this also doesn't help. Thanks, to, Brian. To, to be, yeah, right. Uh, upset, so now we know right. what we yeah, right. means. Advance that. Oh, boy. Hmm. You done? Or is there something Maybe. Yeah, no, maybe. I'm done. Is Brian done? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. You may... Or you may not get paid <laughs> for this read. Yeah. Uh, did you say Ohio State in the top ten, or you say they round out the top ten or in the top five or something? The top five. Uh, Ohio State's not in the top five. Who are, oh, Oklahoma. Excuse me. Yeah. My yeah, bad. Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, OU beat Different o- o- Ohio State. Yeah. Okay. You may go now. Wow. You will not be Christ. compensated for that 
Actually, you know what? Leave that. Nice. I like this. Yeah. I missed you, Greg. (laughs) Get your hand off my leg. (laughs) (laughs) This is cool. It's Geo and Eyes and Teeth here on (laughs) CBS Sports Radio. Oh! It's pitch black in here, man. <laughs> can you see me now? <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah. Okay, Just keep open. your mouth open. <laughs> I'll know exactly where you Let are. Let me open my eyes. <laughs> oh, I missed you. <laughs> can you stand your ass? <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't see the run, though. This is great. It makes me feel so much better when there are lights on in here. Okay. Uh, oh, you're terrible. Smooth transition. We're never going to get past this racial thing. I'm telling <laughs> no, you, man. No. Never, ever. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not in our lifetime. <laughs> all right, so the, the Buffalo Bills, I don't want to make this all about the Atlanta Falcons because to go on the road in any sort of circumstance against one of the best teams in football and to actually win that game despite the adversity that the Falcons faced in the game, yeah. you know, it, that's a great win for them because they don't have – a lot on that offense. I mean, think about outside of Shady McCoy, you know, Tyrod Taylor is what he is. Uh, but it's not like they've got a ton of weapons on that team. And Charles Clay is basically their number one wide receiver at the tight end yep, position. Yep. And, and Shady, you know, when you know that, Shady's always going to be someone you're going to stack the box against and try to shut him down. He still got his yesterday. Uh, but really where the game turned was when Julio Jones didn't come back in and Muhammad Sanu didn't come back in. And both of them left with an injury. And you saw the Atlanta Falcons offense get completely muted. Now, of course, the Bills defense, you tip of the cap to them for sure. But right. this, this in that dome, without Jones, without Sanu, they're trying to figure out their identity. It did not happen. I also think that they got a break, too, the Buffalo Bills, on the Matt Ryan sack fumble that I thought should have been ruled Mm-mm. an incomplete pass. Mm-mm. That was a fumble, man. Come on. But he had, no he still, rule here. That he still had the grip on it, and he uh, still threw Jerry it forward, Hughes though. Jerry hit him, and he throws it forward, and his arm goes forward, balls out, and Tredavious White. But you just said he they, threw it forward. No, his arm. He threw his arm forward, but the ball was out before he threw his arm forward. No, it I'm wasn't. I'm going to the defense. He still that, had, he he still had his, his defense, hand on it. The defense forced the fumble there. Jerry Hughes, mm. TCU misses you. Louisville so, misses No, no, it was TCU. You didn't get in trouble. Bad call. Guy. And, and, and then uh, Tredavious White. As you're supposed to do, you play until you hear a whistle. You didn't sure. hear a whistle, and, and he picks it up and, and, and takes it in for the score. Uh, that defense forced three turnovers, a couple picks by Matt Ryan. Micah Hyatt got both picks uh, in, in the ballgame, former Green Bay Packer. And, and it was that, that defense was just stout, but it helps when you lose your, your biggest playmaker and Julio Jones, and then you lose another wide receiver in Sanu. Uh, so that, that definitely helped the cause of – Buffalo, but to see LaShawn McCoy just go off and, and act like uh, it was the world against the Bills in the postgame comments, shut up. You, you big hypocrite. You know, one minute you're not kneeling, the next minute you are kneeling, you were against it before you were for it. Shut up and just play. Yeah, he uh, he's disappointed. He's one of my I mean, least favorite players now. Yeah, Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely changed – yeah, when you say least favorite players now, you're right. I've changed my opinion on him out of the last over the last few weeks. It doesn't seem like he knows exactly what he's doing. He has no idea what he's doing or what he's saying. Yeah, I would. I would be fired up after that win too, though. If Fine. I was on the Bills, yeah, I would definitely. Uh, yeah, be you fired definitely. Up. You go on the road, and, and here's a team that played in the Super Bowl a season ago, and and maybe you know, there are a lot of people. Not maybe there were a lot of teams that are people who, who follow the game didn't think you could go in there and, and pull out a victory. You did enjoy it and shut up. 
the AFC East right now is is upside down. You've got right. the Buffalo Bills at the top of the division, the Jets also there at uh, two wins apiece, and then you have, the, of course, the New England Patriots there as well. But then the Miami Dolphins, and we'll talk about the Jets and the Dolphins here for a second, one good, one bad. That London game was <laughs> as disgusting of a first half and really was the whole game. Yeah. But truly the first half, that was the out of any Thursday night game, any game that I've watched in years. That was the worst football game, the worst half of football I have seen in years. What not, is it about London? We saw it last week, 44-7, oh, 44-9. But at least you had one low. team play well. Yeah. In this one, it was penalty after penalty. Not, and Jay Cutler, I don't know if you saw this. They yes. do one of these, you know, whatever, for lack of a better term, wildcat right. formations. Cutler goes out, lines yeah. up as a wide receiver. Doesn't sell his role at all in this thing. Puts his hands on his hips and doesn't move. Now, I know that he's not going to be a part of the play. You don't want to get hurt. But at least try. Because you know what your body language shows right there? Yeah. Your body language shows that you don't want to be there or you don't agree with the play call. And no, it, nothing good is what it shows in that. <laughs> Just at least line up and try. Don't stand there and loiter as you're lining up for the wide receiver. <laughs> That's the nonchalant Jay Cutler we've come to love, right? Yeah, we, We've sure. seen that body behavior, body On demeanor the side before. Line, maybe. But, uh, that... but, but here's the deal. When you get in a wildcat, first of all, we know uh, you can take the pass out of the equation. You, you've already signaled that to the defense. So we know you're not going to pass the ball. Uh, but there may be a wrinkle you add later where you put Jay out there and you throw it to him because no one expects him to get it. How about that? So maybe he was he was setting the, the, the defense's – down the line, down the road, he was setting them up for him to be out there and for them to think that he's not going to get the rock. No? You ain't buying it? No. No, no, not whatsoever. No. You made me think for a split second, but no. <laughs> That's no his demeanor. You're right. Come on, man. At least look like you're engaged and you want to be out there even though the ball's not going to you. But that team, back-to-back losses by the, the Dolphins, uh, not a good look at all from that particular play until their performance, I don't know what it is uh, about this team. And, and, you know, you leave New York. I don't believe they went back down to Miami. I would have gone straight over to London, spend the week over there. Or if you go home, go home just for a couple of days and then get over to London, London uh, a couple of days earlier than you usually would on a, 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 team, a game you have to travel for. So I don't know why they looked uh, just uh, disinterested in this one. Yeah, and it's it, that Dolphins offense is just so bad. I don't even – they look good against the Chargers. They went out there early. It was Cutler's first start. I was like, well, they might have something here. And no. I mean, they just, <laughs> and that Saints defense is exactly a bunch of world beaters either. Right. It's just, just pathetic. Uh, we do have – we found the Shady McCoy stuff from after the game uh, that you referenced. So let's listen to a little bit of him after the Bills go into Atlanta and get a W. Y'all want to talk to the winners, right? All right, come on, come on. We all around. We supposed to lose tonight, today. But we won, so come talk to the winners. Huh? Yeah, in Atlanta. <laughs> they got you a Molly Percocet. Yeah. Rocking in the bag. <laughs> I would be fired up, too. I mean, as much as I'd no. love to just say, oh, yeah, the only reason you won is because they had two huge injuries in the game, um, and, and that's why that offense wasn't any good for Atlanta, I would be, if I was a member of that Bills team, I would, going in there, it's true, nobody gave me no, a shot. No, that, that's just true. You're, you're right. No one gave you a shot, but it's 
not like we're in a playoff game. It's early in the season, and yes, I understand it's the, the latest the Bills had been has sat atop of the AFC East since what two two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and I believe they started the season five and one that year. I understand that, Shady, but pump your brakes. Chill out. You you probably had some doubt in your mind going into Atlanta, taking on that potent offense, but you got the victory. Relax, because it'll come back and bite you in the ass. Coming up next, the Jets are going to the playoffs and the Vikings have the worst luck in sports. We're coming right back. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Feeling like some music from way back. So let's play that. Okay, Okay, fine. Why does it have to be anything else? I mean, the, the, every radio show has got one of these lame-ass All right, well, we don't want to be lame, Flashback man. Friday, Throwback Thursday. Hey, today we fill in man like Crush Monday. Jay Cutler Twitter in the Tuesday. Wildcat. So let's get bleh, all bleh, melancholy. Blip, 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 blip. Today's blip, blip, blip day. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, it's just it's like it's a level one type stuff. Oh, damn. You know? We're above that. What level are we? We should be. What level are we? Above one. <laughs> We're level 1.1. Yeah. It's still above one. We're not doing Music Monday. Yeah. Ooh, it's going to be a doozy. Oh, damn. Yeah, you're right. You win. That's just, all you had to do. Told you. That's it. All right. Uh, just give me a second here on the Vikings, and let me try to yeah. explain to you. Be- yeah. So, I'm going to let you handle this one. So, remember when we first started, and you're, why are you so negative on the Vikings? Why are you first so all, negative? First of all, I'm like that. And I said, well, just because you probably haven't paid attention to him as much as I have. And my wife said the same thing to me. She said, I can't believe that you are as down on the team that you have rooted for your whole life as you are. Now, she grew up a Steeler fan, and then she saw that missed field goal by Blair Walsh in that playoff game against the Seahawks, and she goes, okay, now I get it. And I Mm -hmm. hope to hear from you, okay, now I get it. Now, I'm not even going to go back to the 98 NFC Championship game, the 2000 NFC Championship game, the 2009 NFC Championship game, the four lost Super Bowls. I'm not even going to go into that. I'll just go in recent memory. You draft Teddy Bridgewater. He puts together a season. Looks like a guy, homegrown, I'll say homegrown because you drafted him, a guy who could be a quarterback there for the next decade or more, as well as he plays. Comes back the next season, high expectations. Has one of the worst knee injuries that any quarterback has suffered since... Dante Culpepper, I guess, of the Minnesota Vikings, just hasn't come back since. We're talking about a season and a half you haven't seen him play football. Okay, you go out and you get Sam Bradford. Then what happens last year? Norv Turner, in the first time that I think I could ever remember, as this team is 5-0 and mm-hmm. and rolling, decides after halfway through the season to quit, to retire. I'm just going to quit. Being the offensive coordinator, the season falls apart. Mike Zimmer loses an eye, and then that's that. So then you come back the next year. Sam Bradford, now you you, you got Pat Shermer there. Bradford and Shermer are just together. It's harmony. Sam Bradford plays the greatest game that he's played in his lifetime. Hasn't played since after that game. Gets through that game. I mean, he's zinging passes on Monday Night Football. Gruden's talking about zoom, zoom, zoom. Perfect passes. He hasn't played since. He didn't even get injured in the game. We haven't seen him since. All right. So, you got Case Keenum play a couple of games. Looks bad in one, good in one, bad in another. But what do the Vikings have? They've got a good defense, and they drafted a kid who is a potential superstar in Dalvin Cook, 
who is just a huge part of the offense. He's explosive. He's good. He's going to be there and be a star for a long time. And he blows his knee out yesterday in a non-contact injury. It looks terrible. Hasn't been confirmed yet, but it's going to be a torn ACL. Whatever the worst-case scenario is, it will be because it always is with that football team. It's just the worst luck ever. It's just insufferable. And your point is what? That you need to accept the fact that the team sucks and it's okay for me to be negative about it. Who did they harm? So they must have harmed someone way back when. Is this karma, Greg? Oh, stop. Can we get to the source of the yeah, issue? Maybe, maybe with your it was favorite team? the Lake Minnetonka people. <laughs> maybe that's why they're still paying for that. The sex boat. Hey, that was. Right. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> maybe that's what it was. I, I feel for you. Yeah, you have really shed a light on this uh, Minnesota misery. Oh, damn. Alliteration again, my bad. Uh, but every time, <laughs> exactly, every time something happens to this team, I, I can't help but think of you and feel sorry and feel your pain somewhat. You're right. This Dalvin Cook, he slides to the second round, should have been a first-round pick, has superstar talent, and he goes down on, on untouched, normal running play, and and fumbles the ball uh, to compound the situation, and and now you look at this Vikings team that came out of the gates looking great versus New Orleans, and and now they uh, even though they 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 they've won a couple ball games, they just keep having situations where they lose quality football players, and you just can't put your your finger on it. And it's like your other club, the Mets, the manner in which these guys get hurt. You, you just you sit there and you're scratching your head like what the hell is going on because you don't see these little freakish injuries and, and Bridgewater just stepping the wrong way. No one's at his feet. Nothing. You think about this. I yeah. mean, and then you, you bring up the Mets too. I mean, the Mets injury yeah. situation is worse than A the guy Vikings doing what he's supposed to do: swing the bat, foul balls off faces, yeah. swinging. But I mean, it's as pathetic yeah. as anything. And and when people ask me how come you're not as passionate about your teams as you used to be. Well, I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into it. I mean, first off, when you get older, your priorities change with stuff. I think that when you get into this business, your focus changes as well because you got to pay attention to a lot more stuff. But also, they all suck. Well, Every uh, one of them. It's horrible. Uh, uh, and I know the Mets went to the World <laughs> Series a couple years ago, but still, I mean, you got the Knicks, the Vikings, and the Mets. I mean, Wow, it, the it, trifecta. Yeah. Mm. Trifecta Thursday. <laughs> there you go. Hashtag. Uh, I think for you and those who root for those teams, you just tune in to see what's going to happen next. You don't. You don't tune in to see a win. You just okay. Who's who's going down next, and how are they going to go down? That you you know injuries are part of the deal, especially we talking NFL. So it's now okay. How will they get injured? That's the key. How, how can this you know outdo the last guy getting hurt? I mean, you had Bridgewater doing his thing, yeah. now Dalvin Cook. Okay, there's got to be some freakish accident that's going to take place. That's what you're, 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 you're watching for. Yeah, well. Well, I, I feel it, for you, man. Well, it's okay. I'm, I'm already over it. You're but, okay, well, I don't feel for you, man. But it's, it just, it's just, it's a pathetic it's, It message. is. So, they, ah, just we, bad, man. I, I <laughs> pour out a little liquor. I mean, <laughs> pour out a little liquor yeah, for Dalvin Cook. No, but, I mean, it's, it's also, you think about players – like the the Mets have a ton of money going into this offseason, right? They should like seventy million dollars coming off the books. They have they, they're who over the Bernie hell, Madoff. Who, who the hell if they end up spending it? Who's <laughs> going to want to go there and play? 
If the money's even somewhere comparable, I mean, it's like going to, it's like there's a voodoo doll out yeah. there. Well, you, you get drafted by the Vikings, you're thinking like, all right, how long is it until I completely fall apart? Well, bring in someone to get rid of the exorcist. I mean, there's got to be somebody. Wait, get go, rid of the what? Exorcist. The exorcist? You have, you have an exorcist. Well, you get an exorcist. You don't get rid of the exorcist. No, you get rid of it. You, you already, you're afflicted by one currently, right? No, I thought an exorcist is the person that comes in and gets rid of okay, the demons. Okay, well, get, bring in an exorcist then, damn it. Right, okay. Whatever it is. <laughs> if you get rid of the exorcist, it means that the demon one. Well, you, you already have demons <laughs> yeah. or some, of some sort. So bring in someone to exercise the demons. That's right. You're correct. I stand correct. Yeah. Welcome back. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I missed you. Uh, bring someone in to exercise the uh, demons. Yeah. Okay. Is that right? Are yeah. you the person for that? No, I'm not the person for that. No, I would be the, the creepy I, clown in the clown movie. <laughs> Absolutely, the last person mm. to do that. Oh, you got it. You got to swing it around. Maybe Hugh Freeze. He's a religious guy. Yeah. Bring him in. He get all work. The, get all the demons out of there. Mm. Yeah. Maybe uh, Rick Pitino. <laughs> No? No, 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 no. No, uh, I probably wouldn't be the guy. Probably wouldn't be the guy to do it. It's just very large mistake. It, it's just did you think about the, the Super Bowl's gonna be in that building too and, and then they'll bring up the team and how disgusting so things now, were this year during the Super Bowl. Now the teams that play in the in the Super Bowl there will they like nah, can we change venues? No, no, because it doesn't affect the other teams. It doesn't teams. affect them. Just just you guys. Yeah, just 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 them. And it's, it's great stories. I mean, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, great. I mean, they're great stories. Defense, Xavier Rhodes, one of the best corners in football. There's great stories there, but they yeah. will never get over the hump. I mean, just last year, and I hate to, to bring this up because it was a rough time for him. He's still dealing with it. But, I mean, Mike Zimmer with the eye patch last year was the – that should be the new mascot for the Vikings is the coach with an eye patch on because mm. it's just perfect. I mean, how many times have you seen that? Only there. He would have gotten another job. The guy would have had Hawkeyes. But because he went to the Vikings, he lost one. I mean, so it's just it's just one of those things that's never going to change. So, well, is your dad still a Vikings fan, Pete? See, he'd yeah, give up, too. Hanging on. He, you'd tell him to give up. And he got into it because of the Purple People Eaters, right? Oh, they were great. You would have loved them, G. Yeah, well, all the four Super Bowls four, they lost. You would have loved Chuck Foreman, man. Yeah, hit you. and spin. I got a Mitchell and Ness, uh, number 44. Mm. You know what, Vikings fans? Don't keep hope alive. <laughs> there it is. Finally. I got him to turn, you ladies and me. gentlemen. You brought me. I got him to turn. All right, coming up next after I vented about my team, it's time for Whoa. Brian to vent about uh. his team. Ah. As the Dallas Cowboys defense mm. Uh, looking like the poo-poo. Geo mm. and Jones. <laughs> Come right back. CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 